Welcome. You are listening to a sermon from Christ Chapel Barry. Listen and be blessed. So the line that came to my mind, I don't want to start it and there will be confusion. It says, I am grateful. Oh Lord, I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. Oh Lord, I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. To Alpha and Omega. I am grateful. I am grateful. Alpha and Omega. Are you grateful? I am grateful. Oh Lord, I am grateful. I am grateful, I am grateful, oh, I am grateful, I am grateful, I am grateful, and Omega, I am grateful, and Omega, one more time, I am grateful. Oh, I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. Oh, I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. I I am grateful, I am grateful, Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Father, the blessings of this day shall be permanent. The blessings of this season shall be permanent. None of us will live here the same. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. We love you, Lord. Amen. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's have our seats. I know our time is fast spent. But it's a day of rejoicing and celebration. I'm not going to take much of our time. But let's open our Bible to Psalm 16. Psalm 16, I'm going to read verses 8 to 11. The book of Psalms, chapter 16, verses 8 to 11. It says, I have set the Lord always before me. Because it's my right hand, I shall not be moved. Amen. Tell somebody, I shall not be moved. moved. Say, therefore, my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Amen. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Amen. Verse 11 says, Thou will show me the path of life. Amen. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Amen. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. See, having come into the house today, we are in his presence. And we are excited to be in his presence. We are happy to be in his presence. My brief word to us this afternoon is, we are in the second half of the year 2023. 
And going forward in this year, I want to encourage someone or enjoin someone or admonish someone to do what? To set the Lord always before you. Tell somebody, set the Lord. Set the Lord. Always, always before you. You see, the issue with many of us is not that we don't set the Lord before us. The question is, how often or when? Are we together? For example, I think I can guarantee that on January 1, all of us here, we did what? We set the Lord before us. Because we will make sure that even if you are on the top of the ocean, that that 12 midnight must meet you either praying or worshipping God. One way or other, God, I am starting afresh. But what happens on January 2? Or what happens after you have left the church? The psalmist says, I have set the Lord always before me. And that's my admonition for you today. The Lord has spoken to us already. He said the second half will be better than the first half. But he's enjoining us to set him always before us. You see, the psalmist said, he said, because he's at my right hand. You see, when you set the Lord always before you, that's the beginning. Then he is where? At your right hand. We don't have time to go through the whole of that passage because it's very loaded. And I, want, I don't want to take more than, I have five more minutes. When you set the Lord always before you, he is at your right hand. But you see, if you, if you go to uh, verse 10, is it verse 10? I'm looking for, uh, okay, verse 11. He said, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Then what does he say? At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So we start by setting him at our right hand. And we end by finding ourselves where? Where? At his right hand. When you are at his right hand, how is he to you? Is he still in your right hand? This is not spiritual now. This is very simple. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm at your right hand, then you are at my left hand. Is that not so? It's very simple. Every time. Are we together? So you start by setting the Lord at your right hand. When he finishes with you, he now puts you at his own right hand. No one can touch you. You cannot be snatched from his hands. You are safe. That's why the Bible makes us to understand that if you do, if you start by saying every time the Lord will be before me always, number one, you will not be moved. That's why you will not be moved. Psalm 27 says, verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Can you please ask your neighbor, why are you afraid? You see, we just finished uh, three days prayer and fasting. And one of the things the Lord spoke to us about when we came here for prayers, I believe it was on Friday, I don't know, either on Friday or on Thursday, is you have no need to be afraid because the living God is your God. The living God is your God. So, Psalm 27 verse 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
He's the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Whatever be the situation you face this second half of the year, the Lord is saying unto someone here today, fear not. Amen. Tell somebody, fear not. Say, fear not. Because the Lord is saying, because you have set him always before, before you, you will not be moved. Nothing can move you. You know Psalm 46, right? He says, God is my refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. He said, therefore, you won't be moved. Tell somebody you won't be moved. No, tell the person you can't be moved. So, if you set him always before you this second half of the year, you will not be That's number one. Number two, your heart will be glad. What did I say? Psalm 122 verse 1 says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us do what? Let us go into the house of the Lord. We've been rejoicing today. We've been celebrating. What's he going to celebrate? For the rest of this year, your heart will be glad. For the rest of this year, I don't see sorrow in your destiny. Amen. For the rest of this year, I don't see disappointment on your path. Amen. For the rest of this year, I don't see you complaining and moaning. Amen. You will testify. Amen. I say you will testify. Amen. Because the Lord will always be before you. You know what it means when he is before you? It means wherever you go, who is going ahead of you? Because he's always before you. No wonder the Bible says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted of what? Ye everlasting doors. And what happens? The king of glory shall come in. Because he's always before you, before you step into that room, who has gone ahead of you? The king of glory has gone ahead of you. The doors, the everlasting doors will be lifted for you. The gates will be lifted for you. The treasures of darkness. Have you heard that before? Isaiah 45, verses 1 and 2. The treasures of darkness will be made available unto you because it goes ahead of you. And number three, your glory will rejoice. Tell somebody, my glory will rejoice. As if you mean say, my glory will rejoice. All you have to do for the rest of this year is what? Set the law. How often? How often? Not only on Sundays, not only during praise and worship, always on Sunday, on Monday, or some of us maybe we set him before us Monday to Friday, but on Saturdays we relax. Even on Saturday, tell somebody even on Saturday. Even on Saturday. And definitely on Sunday. Brethren, set the Lord always before you, and you will have a new song the rest of this year. Amen. You know, some people have got glorious testimonies. Some people have wonderful testimonies. When we begin to share those testimonies, I want you to ask somebody, will yours be there? Now, ask your neighbor, how big is your testimony? I'm not talking of the one of today. The testimonies for the next six months. Uh, you, know, you know one thing about my own testimony? I don't even need to share it because you are all going to see it. You will all see my testimony. So we are going to have a competition of testimonies. We will begin to declare what God has done. Yours should not be found wanting. Let's bow down our heads.
You cannot set the Lord before you if you are not born again. You cannot set the Lord before you if you are not giving your life to Christ. So if you are here today, you have not given your life to Jesus, that's the starting point. Or if you are watching online, you have not given your life to Jesus, you need to give your life to Jesus that you may set him before you, that he may do what he promises to do for you. That you may be able to give your testimony when you begin to see mine. Are you in the house? You are not born again. You want to lift up your hands. You pray together. You are watching us online. You are not born again. Just say with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you this, this afternoon. Come into my life. Come in today. Come in to stay. Touch me where it matters most. Write my name in the book of life. Smile upon me. And from this day onwards, that testimony you have started, perfect it in me. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon here on Christ Chapel TV. Tune in next time for the next sermon. God bless you.